Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of CrossCast. My name is Chad Barlow, I'm your host. Thanks for listening today. CrossCast is a conversational style podcast where I interview people and we talk about how to be disciples and make disciples of Jesus Christ for the glory of God and the joy of his people. I am a pastoral intern at The Crossing Church. If you want to learn more, go to thecrossingfc.org and we are in an amazing network of churches called Crossway and we just had a new website launch on Monday. If you want to check out our new website, it's crosswaynetwork.org. My guest today is Dr. Smith. Welcome, Dr. Smith. Hates when I call him that. I am not a doctor. <laughs> I am a lowly bachelor that's married with four children. Well, that's a pretty good resume. <laughs> so, uh, what are we going to talk about today, Smitty? Mm, we're going to talk about how man does not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. Scripture memory, bro. Scripture memory. Amen. Excited. Yeah, I love memorizing scripture. As do you, you jokingly call what? What did Beth call you at Life Group one night? Golly, you're like a library. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember what she said. Yeah, something well, about it was a good compliment. Quoting, yeah, quoting scripture. I heard something. it. Yeah, you do have a good memory. So I thought what would be fun to start a podcast on scripture memory because you and I like to have fun together, mm-hmm. and hopefully the listeners will enjoy this too. They can test themselves a little trivia who doesn't like trivia (laughs) it's wednesday right yeah wednesday night trivia come on so um i printed you off some some random bible verses or we can just glance through our bibles and what we're going to do is we're going to test each other's scripture memory now for the listeners and for you we're not doing this to like you know toot our own horns Mm -hmm. or i'm not doing this so we can toot your horn or my horn, but mostly your horn because you're really good. But <laughs> if we get a lot right, that's not why we're doing this. We're having fun. And if we get a lot wrong, we can just hope and pray that the listeners won't judge us, yeah. especially you for being 10 years pastor. For the record, <laughs> I'm getting testing anxiety right now. So, <laughs> oh, A little sermon throwback. I remember that part. Okay, so what do you think? Should we use these pieces of paper? Should we just glance through our Bibles and just... Quiz each other as the Lord leads. Uh, yeah, come on. If you want to ask me if I know a verse, I mean, I might not know it. Good okay. thing my salvation depends on it. Oh. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right, well, I'll use this, and maybe I'll get in the Word. <sighs> Dr. Smith, what is 2 Corinthians 5.21? Oh, man. <laughs> this is Hall of Fame in my book. Oh. Yeah. You got it. I'm... This is this is really interesting that you asked me that this is the first one because my one of my spiritual heroes in the faith, Jerry Bridges, he we asked him when he was still alive, I asked him, Hey, what is your favorite Bible verse? And he like immediately answered Second Corinthians five twenty one. I was like, Why? And he said, Because it's the gospel. Yeah. God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That is exactly correct. Oh my gosh. You I, are a doctor. I, I love it. That is that is the gospel. It's a good one. Yeah, that that really inspired me to not just memorize more scripture, but memorize scripture on the gospel. So yeah. what are the odds that I start with that one? 
I don't know, maybe the Spirit's leading us <laughs> like we prayed before we turned on the mics. <laughs> okay, is it my turn, or you, am I going to rip you off like five on you, and then you go five on me? Uh, Yeah, sure, How's, go ahead. Okay. Come on, bring it on. Okay, you're on a roll, dude. Philippians 4, 6. Ooh, Philippians 4, 6. Um, that's on prayer. Uh, yeah? I can give you a hint if you need. No, 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 I got okay, it. I okay, okay. Um, give a minute, everyone. Give a minute. Be patient. Grab a drink of water or something. Do not be anxious <laughs> about anything, but in everything, with prayer and thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, this is verse 7, yeah, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Holy moly, two for two. Here really? we go. Word perfect? Well... I don't know. This this little printout I got from the internet, I don't think it's ESV, and that's Uh, probably what you're. That's what I memorized. So, okay, yeah, it's that's close enough. Yeah, come on. It was ninety nine percent. Or how about um, Matthew eleven twenty eight and twenty nine. Come, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy, and my burden is light, and you will find rest for your soul. Hey, man. Good job, dude. Three for three. Look that's, at this guy. That's actually one of the verses I've been memorizing uh, here recently. Oh, because you're reading the book Gentle and Lowly, mm. which is very good. Actually, I was memorizing that verse before oh. I started reading that book, but it is highly recommended. Yeah. Okay. Well, moving on. Let's try Romans 6.23. Mm-hmm. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, this is ESV, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, man, dude. Four for four. Yep. Let me this, give is, this is my salvation right here. How much scripture I know. Let me give you a hard one. Hebrews 13.5. Mm, <laughs> Hebrews 13.5. Uh, is that the one that says... And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? No, sir. That's, I think, Hebrews 13, 7. I don't know. What is it, bro? It says, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Oh, man. I'm so glad my salvation doesn't depend on (sighs) you. You weren't perfect. Yep. Hey, good job, man. Thanks, bro. You you want me to do you? I mean, you can, but I'm just like extra insecure now that you just went four for five. But yeah, sure. I think that was three for four. I'm the intern, so maybe this will reflect on your leadership training. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Here's a a hallmark for us here at The Crossing, John 524. Yeah, I just used that in a sermon. Um, Whoever believes in me does not come into judgment, but is crossed over, passed over from death to life. Yeah. That's yeah, close. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. What truly, I truly, I say oh, to you, truly. whoever hears my words and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over the crossing. The crossing. From death to life. I've really yeah. grown to love that verse. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah. Um, how about Second Corinthians five seventeen? If anyone is in Christ, 
he is a new creation. The old has passed. The new has come. Amen. Come on. Come on. Yep. Um, man, there's so many good ones. How about John 10, 10? Mm. Um, no, you didn't use it. It's not bread. John chapter 10. I love the book of John. When we preached through it, I was like so pumped up. Uh, can you give me a hint? Uh, the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I may ca- I come that they may have life and have it abundantly. Life to the full. Yeah, life or abundant full. life. Yeah. Yep. That's good. How many was that? Three? I don't know. Okay. Let's say that was three. I'm shaking. Um, I'm pitting out. How about Galatians 2.20? I know it. This is one of the first ones I memorized as a young Christian. Oh. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Therefore, the life I live, I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You got that it, That was bro. a struggle. So proud of you. That was a struggle. So proud of you. <laughs> I maybe was mouthing something <laughs> yeah. for the listeners who can't oh, see man. us. We're working on video. You gave me one. You gave um, me one word. Okay, one more. One more. Okay. Um, oh, man, this is, this is a helpful one for me. How about Matthew 6.33? Well, that's in the Sermon on the Mount. On mm-hmm. the Mount. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Matthew 6, he's, he's talking about some things that are really good. <laughs> Maybe I had like, so so I'm not you know being a Pharisee here. I had the whole thing memorized once upon a time, but uh-huh. I'm still not good at memorizing chapter and verses. Sure. So yeah. I'm, that's not to say that I certainly know it, but yeah, um, you know, beginning of six, he's talking about don't practice your righteousness before men before men so to be they, seen. Yeah. So late, but thirty three. I have no idea. Yeah, talking about the birds and the sparrows or taking don't care be of the anxious. birds. Ooh, yeah, that's a good part. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got nothing. But seek first. Oh, the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Good job, oh, bro. Thanks, dude. That's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, got a long way to go. Yep. God, if God takes us home as um, old men, then we have a long way to go. Yeah. And a lot of the listeners who listen to this podcast are similar age to us. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe... Well, yeah, I look at the analytics, you know, <laughs> there's some older ones and God bless you for listening. If you're older, yeah, it's never too late to memorize tons of scripture. Oh my gosh, man. It'll be value in this life and the one to come. Amen. So, um, want to ask you, you said something in your sermon this past weekend mm-hmm. that actually like we had briefly talked about maybe doing a podcast someday on scripture memory. Mm-hmm. And then you said something about scripture memory and I didn't take it as you were saying scripture memory is horrible. At all, but you said something like, "Like, it's yep. not that's not about scripture memory." And I can't remember what you said. And sure. I want you to nuance that, not just for me, but for the listeners who maybe heard you say something about scripture memory in your Sunday sermon yeah. this past Sunday. Yeah. So, uh, if you uh, don't know the context of the sermon that Chad's referring to, it's uh, Exodus 16 and the Lord uh, bringing Israel to the wilderness to depend on Him, to rely on Him. Um, and he would provide for their needs, and he did day in and day out with the manna. What and is it? What is it? And so, um, in Deuteronomy chapter eight, we see a little bit of what the Lord was doing. 
with uh, the manna. And it says in uh, Deuteronomy 8, verses 2 and 3, I'm reading here, And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let your fathers know that he may make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. So that's that's kind of the context. And then specifically what I was sharing was Jesus passed the test that Israel failed and mm-hmm. passed the test that you and I failed. And we see that when he goes through the waters of baptism and then goes into the wilderness right away, a direct correlation to Israel. Uh, coming through the waters of the Red Sea and then going right into the wilderness. And Jesus was tempted for 40 days, not 40 years like Israel. And uh, then the tempter, Satan, comes to him and tempts him and tries to get him to sin. And Jesus passed the test with flying colors, because not just because he quoted scripture, but because he gave his life for you and for me and for those that believe in the gospel, because it's good news and it's what he's done on our behalf. So Jesus quotes Deuteronomy chapter 8, and then I think he quotes Deuteronomy chapter 6 and the other two tests Mm -hmm. when he gets tempted. Um, But he quotes this exact verse, Deuteronomy 8, 3, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God. And what I said in the sermon was that a lot of people use that verse in Matthew chapter 4 or Luke chapter 4 as a a kind of proof text verse, like, hey, you need to be memorizing scripture. If you're going to overcome sin, if you're going to overcome the tempter, you need to be memorizing scripture. And there is, yes, an element of truth to that. And I I love that. And I've applied that to my life. But I would say there's a deeper and there's a richer meaning going on with the New Testament authors there with that passage. And it's it's mainly that Jesus lived the life that we couldn't live. And he he gave that life all the way to the cross. So, yeah. Amen. And then you said, we should do a podcast on scripture memory. And then here we are. And here we are. Way to go. Yeah, dude. Excited. Mm-hmm. So would you share a little bit about what your, like why you became passionate about it? And was it a mentor? Like kind of like you said, Jerry Bridges, but mm-hmm. certainly there's more. I know your background with navigators. Yeah. And I was around a lot of navigators when I was in college ministry. But yes. Yeah, tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, so when I became a Christian, I got saved through uh, uh, Jesus' blood. Um, <laughs> but I was involved with a campus ministry on CSU's campus, the Navigators. And I was really thankful for the foundation that the Navigators gave me because I have a, a great foundation in the word that came from them right from day one. And it's kind of in the culture of the Navigators to memorize scripture uh, for better, or for worse. I'm really thankful for it because uh, it's it's a group of people who want to not just really walk with God, but really apply themselves to the disciplines of grace is what I call them. Um, and, and you really experience God's grace through disciplines of Bible reading, Bible memorization, uh, prayer, even evangelism and things like that. And so that was kind of the beginning of my journey. And a lot of my friends were memorizing scripture and I never thought I had a good memory, uh, hence test anxiety. (laughs) I couldn't uh, remember things that I studied and would be tested on them later. Um, 
But the navigators have a uh, system for memorizing scriptures. It's called the TMS, the Topical Memory System. And it's, uh, think about this, it's 60 verses um, on different topics of the Bible. And it was really helpful for me to kind of categorize. And Mm -hmm. um, that kind of started my journey. I started memorizing some of those verses, eventually got to all of them. I actually memorized in the NIV. And now I read my Bible in the ESV, and a lot of the scripture that I memorize now is in the ESV. And so my mind kind of melts <laughs> the two together. Yep. And uh, but it it uh, that that was a really helpful journey to begin with. And then uh, as I grew and mature, and even got around some of the guys here at the crossing who were older in the faith and loved doctrine. Um, I, I began to see that there's great value in memorizing scripture, but oftentimes we can memorize scripture apart from the context that those verses are in. And as I began to understand how to study the Bible and hermeneutics and just some of the, the ways to draw out the meaning of, of what the, the Bible actually says and means and how to apply it to our lives, I, I began to see like, okay, it'd probably be better to memorize passages of scripture and larger chunks of scripture, which is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember probably the first longest chunk of scripture that I memorized was Romans chapter six. And wow. I'm so thankful for it because I come back to it time and time again. And I've probably quoted it on a Sunday not knowing that I was going to do that, but just kind of ad hoc during a baptism preparation or something like that. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's been the journey. Um, again, I don't think I particularly have a really good memory. You you mentioned that I did. Um, I I think the Lord has wired me uniquely and gifted and gifted me, but at the same time, like I've really had to work at it Mm -hmm. and I've really had to apply myself to it. And, um, the Lord has shown favor and I'm really thankful because it's, it's super useful. Yeah. Amen. And that's the thing though, about anything, right? Is we have to work hard at it. You know, there's someone I love a whole lot whose name rhymes with Schmadri who has said, well, I'm just, I don't have a good memory like you. And I do have a weird, good memory in certain things and, but it still takes a lot of work. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so the encouragement for the listeners is, yeah, it's hard. It's hard for everyone, mm-hmm. I think. And then some people, even if they're gifted, it's hard work. Yes. Yeah. But, but second path, it's worth it. So you, your story was, it wasn't just something you were, well, maybe you started doing it because they said you should do this. And you're like, okay, I'm like newly saved and cool. But obviously it's very important to you. Why do you, why is it important to you? Personally, A and B, why do you think it should be important to every Christian? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I would I would say probably three different areas. It's it's good for me to know God's word because as in John seventeen, seventeen says, sanctify them by the truth. Mm-hmm. Your word is truth. Context of that is high priestly prayer. Mm-hmm. This is what God is praying for his followers and those that would come after his disciples, you and I. Mm-hmm. And we grow in Christ's likeness uh, with, with the word. Uh, Psalm 105, verse, I think it's 119. 
No, no, no. It's Psalm 119, 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I want to know God's word. I want to hide God's word in my heart so that I might not sin against him. Mm -hmm. And I, I need it day in, day out. It is my daily bread. Um, so for my own personal, um, growth for my, like when I go through trials, when, um, you, you announce something and some of the church likes it and some of the church doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. And some of the church doesn't know what to think. I mean, I've been, I've been meditating and, uh, memorizing Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden upon the Lord and he will sustain you. Mm -hmm. It's just a, just a good reminder. I, I need to cast this burden on the Lord. It's his. And, and memorizing helps me to not just regurgitate words, but it helps me to meditate, mm -hmm. to think upon it, to, uh, meditation in our culture is, has kind of, the, the Eastern religion of meditation has mm -hmm. seeped in in this idea of like emptying your mind. But in the ancient Near East and Judean culture, uh, Jewish culture, uh, not just in the region of Judea, <laughs> um, meditating is you fill your mind. You uh, are, are filled up and you continue to ruminate. You continue to chew on it. You mm -hmm. continue to think through it because... Honestly, dude, when I'm going through trials, when I'm going through struggles, I'm I'm meditating on those things. Mm -hmm. I'm churning on those things. Those things are festering in my mind. And knowing God's word, not just reading God's word, but putting God's word in my heart has been just immensely helpful to believe the truth and to to take my my mind off my circumstances and put it on high where Christ is, as Colossians 3.1 talks about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something we talk about here a lot through the influence of you guys. I think maybe Jerry, Jerry Bridges also said, preach the gospel to yourself every day. Yeah. And yes, we should be doing that. But another way we're just preaching God's word to ourselves is through this meditation and memorization, which I totally agree, go hand in hand. Yes. I've grown to love the verses I've memorized so much because I know them so well. Same yeah. with you. You just like thinking of, you know, five words all day and you're just chewing on them and it's, yeah, it's really great. Yeah. It's, it's life giving. Yeah. So, uh, the, the other two things that, that are a benefit is apart from myself, it, it's ministering to others and one is believers and the other one is non-believers. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, a question for you is, can you think of any times when, you have uh, been ministering to someone, believer or non-believer, and scripture memory has been really helpful in that setting. Oh, yeah. Um, Psalm 42 is one of my favorites, mm -hmm. and that always comes to my mind when someone's sad, mm -hmm. and the psalmist is really preaching to himself. Mm -hmm. He says, why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him. Amen. I feel like the Lord puts that on my mind every time I'm with someone who's who's struggling. Mm -hmm. There are probably other examples I can't think of right now mm -hmm. that the Lord will just, when, when me and Audrey are talking and we're feeling anxious, um, Matthew six and other verses, um, mm -hmm. Isaiah 41, 10 has been one of my favorites. Yeah. Fear not for I'm with you. Be not dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm -hmm. I love that one. I mean, anytime, we're driving on I-25. I'm about to preach a sermon. There's like so many areas where 
that one speaks to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. reading a really good book just to, to piggyback off that called Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands by Paul David Tripp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's been talking about that exact same thing, how we should know God's word so we can minister to others. Because, I mean, really, we can, like, bear each other's burdens and stuff, but could we call it ministry? This is kind of a question for you. Could we call it ministry if I just offered, like, a, an Americanism platitude, like, if it doesn't kill you, make you stronger? Like, is that ministry? Or do you think ministry has to be more specifically, like, pointing people to tr- to stand on the promises of God? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh, I would say... The, the word minister in the scriptures refers to this idea of your servant and, and you're serving other people. Now, that could look a variety of different ways. And I would say you could be ministering to someone. You could be serving someone and giving them um, a platitude. Um, but I think if that's the only thing that you're giving to them uh, and you're not demonstrating Christ-likeness in your life or your word, uh, which hopefully is God's word, uh, then yeah, you're probably not yeah. ministering to them. Amen. Yeah, every man a minister. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that when we preached through Colossians. You see all these ministers at the end of the book of Colossians. And yeah. Yeah, Paul. You know, we, we often put these uh, spiritual giants on a pedestal, whether it's the guys in the New Testament or church fathers or things like that. And what we don't see is there's a number of people behind the scenes that are working that God is using uh, to accomplish his purposes. Yeah. yeah, That's a good reminder. I've, I've said it a few times throughout various sermons is reminding people like everyone's in ministry. Yeah, Some of us are in vocational ministry, mm-hmm. but every Christian is in ministry. Yeah. Yeah. God has placed people in their jobs to for ministry. Yeah. Yeah, that that verse 2 Corinthians 5:21 that that comes at the tail end of this idea of we're ministers of the new covenant. We yeah. are ambassadors, ambassadors. Yeah. for Christ and yeah, that we are new creations in him, but uh we're we're ministers. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I only have one more question if you have any other questions or comments, but my question is kind of practical now, application, almost like this is a sermon. Yeah. What's how do you what's your tactic? People can take it or leave it. I can steal it. Sure. Take it and leave it or not, but what do you do yeah. to memorize scripture? Yeah, I would I system? would say um if if someone is listening to this and they've never memorized scripture, I would say, "Hey, start small." Yeah. You know? Start with with a verse, whether it's in your Bible reading or uh, you know, when you post this podcast, maybe you can include a link to the TMS or this, uh, top 50 most read Bible verse or top 25. And, uh, I mean, John three sixteen or Romans eight twenty eight or Philippians four thirteen. 13. Mm-hmm. I'd say just, just start small. Yeah. Um, but for, for me, uh, scripture memory, it, it comes and goes in seasons. Mm-hmm. I would say there's, I'm, I'm in a season right now where I'm not memorizing a lot of scripture because I'm in a season right now where I'm studying a lot of the Bible. I'm studying Revelation personally. I'm reading through Exodus and the Psalms and my personal devotional times. Um, and I uh, just have kind of gotten away from it. But that's okay because I know that that season will come back. Yeah. And I know that it's fruitful. I used to say that scripture memory 
was the most fruitful spiritual discipline that I would give myself to. But the more that I thought about that after I said it to a number of people, I was like, no, that's probably not right because I would say that prayer is the most fruitful spiritual discipline, even though I can't see the results all the time because I know that God not only hears our prayers, but Jesus is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. I know that the Spirit is praying on our behalf mm-hmm. when we don't have words and groaning inwardly, as Romans 8 ch- talks about. Mm-hmm. Um, while at the same time, like most fruitful discipline that I can see, hands down, Scripture memory. So uh, I would encourage you, challenge yourself. Yeah, and memory agreed. scripture. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about getting some journey groups going in our in our life group, and I think that's one thing that I would love to implement as we get together with these guys because it's one thing to memorize it on your own and between you and the Lord and meditating on that, but it's another thing to to really challenge one another, mm-hmm. and that's what was so helpful with the navigators with me. Yeah. Um, but but I will just be careful. Like anytime we get into any of these spiritual disciplines, like. The, the whole concept of legalism comes into play or, or even feelings of guilt that I didn't do it. Yeah. Or, you know, I was joking earlier in the podcast about, oh, good thing my salvation depends on this. And those are those are lies from the evil one. Yeah. And God's word is such a precious gift to us. And we do well to not just read God's word, but to know God's word in the depths of our heart yeah. and to be able to, to give it to other people. So, um, to come back to your question on application, start small, um, do it with other people. And then I would also say, uh, if, if you're a seasoned vet, challenge yourself, challenge yourself with memorizing. You mentioned the sermon on the Mount. I mean, that's three massive chapters. I know people who have memorized that. I know people who've memorized the entire book of Matthew. Yeah. I've, I've always been super overwhelmed by that and maybe I should challenge myself. <laughs> um, yeah. but, uh, I know people who've memorized Romans eight. I memorize Romans six. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Challenge yourself, uh, get out of your comfort zone, have some accountability and, and really go for it and see the, the, the beauty, the, the joy of knowing God's word. And then also how God will use that as you're in community, people in your life group or, spiritual conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's probably one of the most effective ways that I've been able to share the gospel with people is by knowing some of these verses on the gospel, whether it's first uh, Peter three 16, uh, God made him who knew no sin. No, no, no. That's second Corinthians five twenty one. It's something like that, that he uh, might bring us to God. Yeah. Um, the righteous for the unrighteous Yeah, that he might bring us to God. Gosh, yeah. you're messing me up now. I can't I can't think of it. Let's pull let's turn there real quick. Okay, we can we can cheat. Okay, first Peter three sixteen says. Gimme give, give me the first word. Okay. Uh what the heck here it is. Having a three eighteen. Three eighteen. First Peter. In second Peter. I'm in first Peter. Oh, for Christ. For Christ died for sins. Suffered. Oh, this is where the NIV, <laughs> ESV thing. Go ahead, just read it. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the gospel. Yeah. He, he suffered, he died once for sins. He's yeah. not continually dying. 
And, and that's good news because you and I continue to sin. Mm-hmm. But Jesus' sacrifice, his death on the cross, his suffering on our behalf was good once and for all. The righteous for the unrighteous. He was righteous. We are unrighteous. To bring us to God. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. John 3.16, that everyone knows that Tim Tebow used to wear on his eye black. Uh, I got a story with that. <laughs> <laughs> I got so first, first year I became a Christian. I still lived with some of my roommates on the hockey team and we were watching Tim Tebow might've been national champion championship game or whatever for mm-hmm. Florida. And, uh, it was me, my roommate and his dad, and we're watching the game and they zoom in on Tebow's face and you see on his eye black, John three sixteen, And they look to me and they're like, what verse is that? And I was like, Oh no, like <laughs> deer in the headlights. And then, and then I just spit it out. It was like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him has, has eternal life and will not be condemned. And they were like, wow. <laughs> they wow. were like, Dumb. and it was like borderline condescending. Wow. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but I was able to have a spiritual conversation with him right then and there from Tim Tebow. John three sixteen. Yeah, yeah. Got to know that one. What if you just said, "Well, I don't know." Well, that would have been okay, you know. Yeah, because well, let me get back to you. Yeah, or let me look it up. Yeah, yeah. Like the other whatever hundreds of millions of people who looked it up that day. Yeah, cool story behind that YouTube video. Mm. So, just one other point with the application. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of apps out there on Bible memorization. Uh, one right now that I'm using is called Verses. And actually, you and I have used that a little yeah, bit. Maybe I think like Joe a year Crawford ago. told us about oh, it. Oh, love Joe. We love you, buddy. Joe, He's probably going to listen. I hope you're listening to this. I hope you're listening. And I hope you're spurred on to move to Fort Collins and memorize scripture. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. it's five dollars for the whole year for this app. Oh my gosh! At least five dollars for an app. When we bought it, like that is a so year expensive, ago. dude. Come on. That is, I no. Do you know what I can buy for five bucks? foot long sub from subway oh i despise <laughs> okay let's stay on track yeah uh please don't sing the song i'm gonna freak out <laughs> i won't um which is another helpful way to memorize scriptures put it to song which there's a number oh. of apps out there hmm. there's uh you can check this out, theversesproject.com. There's a guy, Joel Limpic. He's a pastor of worship arts down at Park Church in Denver. He started this initiative probably 10 years ago, and him and a bunch of musicians just put a bunch of verses to song, and it's so helpful. Hmm. I don't I don't know the proverb, but I can think about it, and I can, I'm singing the song, he who stiffens his neck will suddenly be broken beyond <laughs> healing. <laughs> you want a song. <laughs> oh my gosh. Such a good proverb. What's like, the name of this website? The again? versus project the versus project. Yeah. Dot com. Dot yeah. org. Okay. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, this app versus $5. You probably spent that on coffee today. So go buy it, go, go spend the money. And it's so fun because there's all these different games, Mm -hmm. whether they like have the verse up there and then all of a sudden some of the words disappear or you can challenge your buddies on memorizing and you can see your progress of how, how much you've memorized and gives you sweet little rewards for (laughs) opening up the app for longer than five minutes. Uh, (laughs) And you can get five day, 10 day 
three week streaks or whatever. So yeah. it's kind of creative. It, it just kind of makes a little game out of it. And, yeah. and it's helpful. I would say that's how I memorized, uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 and 29 that you asked me about earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to the weary and heavy laden. So that's a helpful application point. I would also just say anytime you memorize scripture, you have to have some sort of system and how to review it. And, you know, you mentioned the Sermon on the Mount, but you probably can't, you, you could probably piece it together, yeah, but, barely. but I've lost you don't know it, it because yeah. you probably haven't reviewed it. Right. Yeah, so, right. and that is, I would say the, the biggest challenge with scripture memory, like, man, I know these navigators, they got, they got all these verse cards. They got like shoe boxes full of cards of scripture that they've memorized and they just walk through it. They just pick out a chunk of cards and they put them in their pocket and they review them day in, day out, day mm-hmm. in, day out, day in, day out. And that it, it works. It yeah. works for them. Uh, I think for me as a pseudo millennial, I'm kind of on the high end scale of the millennial range we are 35 bro dude you're old okay i'm only 33 yeah matthew 6 33 i don't know <laughs> but seek but first, seek first. <laughs> and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you yeah, that's do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will have enough trouble of itself god will give you grace he'll give you manna for tomorrow yeah that's verse 34 by the way Golly, dude. <laughs> How about you just take us through Genesis, through Revelation? Go. Oh, man. That would actually be a unique challenge. Like, memorize a passage or a verse from, from each book of the book. Bible. Yeah, I've thought about that. That'd yeah. be cool. What would you do for Leviticus? Um, do not boil a goat in its mother's milk. Gosh, that sounds miserable. I don't know if that's even in Levitic- Leviticus. Yeah, dude, you're just you're making stuff up. I'd probably do something from chapter 16 talking about the two goats, the scapegoat. Oh, the scapegoat. Yeah. That's that's what the whole book of Leviticus is all about, <laughs> chapter 16. Watch the Bible project video on it. All right. Um I think that's all I got. I was maybe going to ask you, do you remember the first Bible verse that you memorized? Oh man. Um being a Christian or a non-Christian, just first ever? Yeah, sure. Were you in Awanas? No. Do you know what Awanas stands I, for? I have no idea what that is. I see it a oh, lot. Oh, really? I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's a children's program for memorizing scripture. Oh. Uh, and it comes from 2 Timothy 2.15. Man, mm. all the Awana peoples are going to like smite me if I'm <laughs> wrong. But it stands for a worker approved, not ashamed. Oh. It's from that verse. Cool. And it just helps kiddos to memorize Bible verses and... Honestly, I have no idea because I grew up in the church, so I probably had one memorized when I was young. I don't remember. I remember memorizing Psalm 23 as a junior in college, mm. not saved at all. Yeah. Like, I'd have no idea because I liked poetry a lot. You know that about me? Uh-huh. And I thought, this is a really good poem. I'm going to memorize this. Hmm. Do you know it now? Um, maybe. The Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Uh-huh. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me or protect me. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You Depends prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. 
my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Oh, my gosh, dude. Well done, bro. Holy Six moly. verses. That's a great job. Wow. Six whoppers. I did it. Dude, that's that's a good one to start with, too. Yeah. Yeah, if you've been memorizing some verses for a little while, try to memorize a psalm. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Me yeah. and me did Psalm 139 mm-hmm. about a year ago. That's gone, though. That's, like, out of my head mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So so I think for me here in this podcast, like, the big thing is I do have Scripture memory, like, part of my life. Mm-hmm. But I don't have, uh, what do you call it? A, Re- a system to review? Yeah, review. Yeah. I can't even remember the word review. How do I remember scripture? If you understand the concept, <laughs> that's good. That's how cults get started. <laughs> well, um, that's all I have for you. You got any other comments or encouragements? No. I'll, I'll yeah. just say, hey, bro, thanks for doing these podcasts. Yeah. They've, they've been encouraging to me and a number of people in our church body. I'm, I'm really thankful. Kind of the silver lining of COVID right here. Yeah, it's fun. Of, uh, yeah, really pushing us to get get the word out in a different medium and and i'm thankful for your labors here and even if you can't uh line up some of the people that you want to line up and <laughs> we got a long list sure. of people that we want you to hear from the listener and yeah thanks for thanks for your labors here bro of course appreciate it yep i love it yep. one more romans eight no you just they heard you <laughs> 32 <laughs> romans eight thirty-two. uh you want me to do that yeah do it um Gosh, Romans eight thirty two. Uh, why you got to put me on the spot like this, yeah, bro? It's testing. Because you did so good, I want you to fail once. Because I hate your guts. <laughs> I did. I don't even remember which Actually, one. Actually, I'm embarrassed that I turned in my Bible because this is my favorite verse of all time. <laughs> no, I thought it's you would have been like all over it. Uh, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all. Will he not also with him graciously give us all things? I'm so proud of you. You had your Bible open to the passage and you looked me in the eye the entire time. You Thank, said that. Thanks man for not throwing yeah. me under the bus. Yeah. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Crosscast. Hope you guys enjoy your day and your week and your scripture memory. God bless. And you'll hear from us again soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.